This podcast contains strong language and adult themes, which may not be suitable for all audiences. Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Last time on Lakeshore and Limbo. Edward Kelly, Melody Investigation's oldest and most nefarious villain, was able to implant a copy of his mind into the body of Vincent Melody. With his newfound form, he put Abe and Sassy in a death trap by incapacitating them, lighting the artifact room on fire, and leaving them to burn in their office. They were saved by the intervention of Rick Ryder, Ph.D., a disgraced archaeologist. The three headed to Northwestern to tend to Abe's injuries. There, they learned the new Vincent Melody slash Edward Kelly had just robbed the secret floor of the Chicago Library, and they are headed there now to discover what Edward Kelly slash Vincent is plotting to do. The sun sets on Melody Investigations. Chicago's premier occult detectives will soon be buried in their graves, for they find themselves at the intersection where my grand design meet my vengeance, at Lakeshore and Limbo. The Harold Washington Library is an enormous building, protected on all corners by immense stone owls. But the guardians remain still as the three investigators enter through the doors. And so does everybody else. The library is sparsely attended, but those who are there seem frozen in time. A book being dropped into a bin by a young intern hangs in midair. The hands of the clock refuse to move forward. There is movement detected, A spattering of individuals, some in nice black suits, some in long cloaks, some in classic witch garb, are walking around inspecting the scene. Is this something that I've, like, seen before? Because I assume I have also been to the library. If Lee has access to the library, I probably have been there. (laughs) You haven't seen this before. What I will say that you do recognize is both you and Tina would recognize people in black suits as dip agents. And then uh, you recognize probably some other sorcerers that you might be familiar with in town as part of like the investigation team, but they'd have to be fairly high ranking. Mm. They'd have to be Our pretty buddy's good. not there. No, John D's not. Miles isn't there. Miles is not there. <laughs> well, let's go talk to these suit guys. They seem official. Uh, Why? What's wrong? Nah. <laughs> yeah, I just let's just go find your friend. You don't want to mess with these guys. They're a, they're a spooky government agency, aren't they? Actually, because they know what Abe and Sassy look like, you're gonna have to give me some sort of like, like I'm pretty sure I'd say stealth roll if you want to try and walk to the other side of the library without them seeing you. Um, I'm gonna be like, okay, everybody like pretend to be statues, but like turn away from them. <laughs> What? So that we can think for a second. It's an improv everywhere. <laughs> I've seen this YouTube video. <laughs> Everybody be still like a statue. Okay. I think that we can just wait for them to look away and like run for it, freeze. Red light, green light? Run for it, freeze. 
Red light, green light? Yeah, let's red light, okay. green light it. So, so since they don't know what you look like, uh-huh. you should give us the red light, green lights so that we can keep our backs to them. Genius. Yeah. And Rick just runs across <laughs> the uh, runs across the room, his big uh, clunky boots stomping on the marble. Uh, oh, God. God damn it. <laughs> like, people turn and look at Rick, but they do not know who you are. I'm going to say, like, one very wizardy individual walks up to like, who are you? My name's Rick Ryder, PhD. What are your qualifications? I... Uh huh. Is that Elder and Green, the DGAF? Don't give a fuck, and he just pushes him aside and gets to the other side of the room. <laughs> I oh, walk, okay. I walk up to him and I go, "Hey, Elder, and that's that's a buddy of mine. I'm so sorry that he. I'm I'm sorry. Dude, he's dude, 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 Abe. What, what is this? What, I, are, what are you doing? I don't know. It's it's a whole thing. Where where have you seen Vince recently? <gasps> Of course, you know him, don't you? Yeah. He has violated the most precious of inner sanctums and stolen artifacts from the library, which we've all agreed is neutral ground. And when he shouts at you, you ever say where you like nod heads, like, yes, absolutely. A crime against this place is a crime against the entire occult community of Chicago. What, What did he steal? Two items, I understand. Although only the librarian knows what they are, we are just here to investigate. So something that we need to start spreading around is that that ain't Vince. What? Yeah, um, that is uh, Edward Kelly in Vince's body. Give me a persuasion roll. Just just one die, even though you're off-putting. You know this guy, so that doesn't matter. It's a three. He's like, listen, you... Can try and lie for your friend, but everyone knows that Edward Kelly is locked in prison by Dip. He... They, they have already vouched for his whereabouts. Don't you think Edward Kelly was one of the first suspects? He had... Do I... What is the name of this brain juice? Do I remember what, like, the actual... We never really got a name for it because we were always, like, second-handing learning yeah. about it. He um, drank some brain juice that had Edward Kelly's brain and memories listen, inside of it. I know, you and me, we used to go down to Cabo, drink some brain juice, do some crazy stuff, man. But that's no excuse for the crimes that we've seen here today. Vincent Melody is the most wanted man in Chicago. Okay, well, it, it was good to see you, Elgarin. Tell, uh, tell the wife and kids I said hi. Oh, thank you. Uh, oh, by the way, they absolutely enjoyed the tea that you prepared for us. Oh, oh yeah. splendid mixture. <laughs> I'm glad they liked it. The whole time this has been going on, Sassy has still been trying to be really stealthy, <laughs> potentially for no reason at all. Um, oh, Rick just is- like kind of like jumping behind body I, and body. Rick is on I the other love- side. Rick's on the other side of the library doing like thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs up, thumbs down. I, <laughs> yeah, I love your red light, green light idea. So roll advantage stealth, and I'll say that Abe's conversation with a friend shielded him enough that like, oh, they're not looking. The wizards are up to something. There's a pact. You said with advantage, right? Yeah, with advantage. Okay, so that's a five and a three. <laughs> so no but. <laughs> no but. So, okay, I'm going to say, like, the dip agent sees you, takes a second to process it, but I'm going to say it's one of the dip agents who's not real familiar with you. It's one you haven't met before. Is like, hey, hey, hold mm-hmm. on a second. Uh, aren't, you, uh, aren't you an associate of uh, Vincent Melody's? 
Um, no. All right, on your way. (laughs) (laughs) That was close. We really, and I keep doing yeah. stealth. I said you didn't really know. We really got through that one by the skin of our teeth. <laughs> Until right, so you make it to the other end, and yes, you can see uh, who Rick would recognize. Um, uh, LP Dowd, you, the librarian contact you've had here. You know him because you've tried to bring magical artifacts to him to store here before, but he's always told you none of the ones you were brought have been real magical artifacts. <sighs> But right. so you're zero and three with him basically, but he doesn't dislike you. He's like he's always like you know you find something, bring it here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. He is he is sweating bullets. He is so nervous. This was his responsibility, and you can just see him like nervously just punching, trying to stay busy while everybody else is investigating. All right, everybody, be cool. This guy has a deep abiding academic respect for me. <laughs> Dowdy. Okay. Whoa, 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 Jess, Jess, je- je- what are you doing here? I, <laughs> you oh, sound like a lot Rick. of people I know. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, Rick, I, I got no time for your sh- sh- shenanigans. Because huh? we got a, we got a mess of a problem here. Listen, Dowdy, you got a problem. I'm always the solution. What's going on? What do you take? Oh, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know if I can tell you this, but uh, I'm. Um, oh, who, 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 who are these two? Who, who are they? I grab him by the collar and I'm like, "Why? What's in it for you? What are you hiding?" Oh God! Oh no! Oh, oh, girl, God. Hi, I'm Abe. <laughs> Dowdy, uh, I can call well, him off, but only if we need get what we need. Okay, I'll give you the persuasion roll with advantage because Sassy's helping you. Kind That's of. A six and a one, so thank God the okay. six. All right, so six to take. All right, all right, Rick, I suppose it can't hurt to tell you anything. Uh, You're harmless. Uh, Hold on, let's not define me as harmless. I'm... Just talk. You don't have to pretend. It seems very clear that no one respects you. Uh, Go on. (laughs) A blonde man in a black suit walked in here. and uh, Yeah, we know. Well, the library is, of course, protected from any evildoers by the stone owls that will attack anybody with ill will. But this person seemed to be, I I don't know, like magic proof or, or, or something. And not only did he walk by that, but he there are six different mystical spells protecting the artifacts and he walked through each and every one of them and it totally didn't affect him. It's why we don't have guards. Hey, Nobody. D- Dowdy, how are those tango classes going? Oh, you want to see? No, I'm just asking because you're really dancing around the subject. What did he take? Oh, I'm sorry. I just have such a... Nobody ever takes an interest in my All right, now, dude, just do like four bars, four bars. All right, here we go. I'm I'm just a beginner now. I understand. I've got these long legs. He's been doing this for six years. (laughs) And he's going to roll for it. Oh, he got double ones. (laughs) Oh, Dowdy. (laughs) So he falls and he hurts himself. Oh, Dowdy, Dowdy. I go, I go, I pick, I pick, I pick Dowdy up. (laughs) Oh, oh, thank thank, thank you, Rick. You're a sweet sweet boy. Uh, You're getting. Now I feel bad for roughing you up. I'm an old man. uh, You wanted to know the two items he took. Yeah, yeah. One of them is one of the most powerful items we ever have. The sinner's cape. The sinner's cape. It hides you from everything. Now, it, 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 it doesn't turn you invisible, but it means that nobody can, like, scry you. Nobody can mystically detect where you are. And most importantly, uh, nobody in any other plane can see where you are. 
It's called the sinner's cape because it's the only thing that can hide you from God. Can it really, though? Like, I mean, can God not see you when you wear it? Well, well, heaven can't see you. Interesting. Interesting. Just a lot well, the of theological implications. I'm just, I'm just reeling from the theological implications. Oh, well, yeah, well, that's, like I said, it's a big ticket item. You know, like, it's one of the most impressive things we have. And then, which is why it's so surprising that he took the other thing, which is absolutely useless. What is it? it, it it's, uh, it's, it's Well, a, if it's, it's useless, don't tell piece. us about it. We don't have time for it. Let's go, guys. No, I want to know what it is. I'd like to know. It's basically a piece of garbage. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a porthole. Uh, uh, one piece of it. Say more. A piece of a porthole? You know, like a ship, a porthole, like a little window. Like. If it's so useless, why do you keep it here? Well, because it used to be quite a powerful artifact until it was broken. Where, where, where are the other pieces of this, maybe? Oh, well, uh, just uh, let me think here. Let me think. Uh, well, there was, uh, come to think of it, uh, one of the pieces uh, was involved in some sort of, I don't know, uh, I guess you would call it a case. Uh... Uh, oh, you know, come to think of it now, I believe a blonde man in Chicago when when he was working alone, uh, something with him. And then the other piece is in in the wind, uh, black market. You'd have to have a black market contact to find it. Interesting. Well, what did it do before it broke? Yeah. Well, once again, it's broken, and if you, if you put them back together, you can't just glue it back together. It's magical, you know. Uh, but what did it do? Oh, it's a it's a it it's a portal portal. You go through it and you get to be. Uh, well, but it's very, very significant. Is uh, it turns things into portals? Uh, if you have, if I were to write symbols on a wall, uh-huh. and then you were to write the same symbols on a wall somewhere else, those two corresponding set of symbols would become a portal back and forth. Mm-hmm. So to whatever image or lettering you write, you can turn uh, any identical image into a portal. So you could just write the on the wall and then use the the V to portal into any sort of book or travel to anywhere because it would have to be the exact same typeface and size. Gotcha. Okay. What about the kerning and the serifs? I'm sorry, I'm gonna keep talking to you two because I feel like we're getting further. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. I'm just an academic. I like to get into the minutiae. <laughs> Huh. Okay, well, this is... So he's looking to teleport around. Okay, if he wants to hide from God and he has some sort of portal, is he trying to go to friggin' heaven and and, and get get a bunch of angels? I feel like if Vince was here, he would have solved it. The thing is, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Who's Vince? Oh, um, my uncle... They're butler, as far as I can tell. You make your your uncle work as your butler, young lady. That's no no occupation for family. You know what? You're right, and I guess I'll just have to go and and fire my uncle. Thank you for the suggestion. No, 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 no problem. Um, shall we? Um. So, does Rick have any contacts in the Chicago occult black market? Uh, let's uh, in your character sheet. I would say no. I would say that you attempted to sell st- or like to get into it, but now you know a few names. All right. Uh, you know the name of the closed exhibit. Ah, the closed exhibit. The sort of thing the guy who created it should remember. <laughs> uh, what the fuck I'll, was that? <laughs> I'll also refresh uh, Abe and Sassy's memory that uh, Hardened Criminals, you ran into black market 
artifact dealers. But only oh. a few of them are still functioning. Yeah. That's right. Hey, wait a minute. Hmm. There's this artifact guild. No, that's not how you'd call it. That's more of a D&D sort of thing when you call them guilds. Mm-hmm. There are a bunch of thieves. Uh, there's this one lady. Um, I've never seen her face. She keeps a real, real lid on what she looks like. But if we could get in contact with her, she might be able to tune us into... It's an organization you've probably never heard of called the Closed Exhibit. Oh yeah, no, we had a whole di- we had a whole dinner yeah, with them. We did what? That. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, man, we, I've yeah. never gotten invited to one of those dinners, and I try to get so much occult artifact stuff. That's wild. Yeah, but it's very clear that no one respects no, you. Anyway, we, I think respect, we got what we like, can. <laughs> we also watched like you wouldn't want to be at that dinner party. We watched so many people die. Like just it was a lot of it was not a. There good was time. too much death. I'll say that. <laughs> it was not a good time. That's the bold stance that I'll take. Uh, but if you know where she is normally, I think yeah, I know how let's to go. get. Do I know how to get in contact with her? You don't. Right. However, that sucks. Uh, she did leave her card at the office. Yep, that, that's that's Vince for you. Always getting <laughs> cards. <laughs> Somebody may well, have recently listened to this episode just to make sure this is it. But yeah, there was an exchange of information. In fact. I'll remind I'll remind you because you know Abe and Sassy were there. You are still blackmailing her uh, her assistant, whose name I'm going to pull up here in a second. Uh, Sam Horseman. Oh yeah, Sam Horseman. Um, hey Abe, can we sidebar real quick? Sure. Hey, look, I feel like I. Uh, oh, oh man. Rick- just a sec, man. We don't know. We just yeah, met you today, you okay? You come over here with a blank piece of paper. It's magic could sometimes. <laughs> could you maybe get me some ice for my leg? Yeah, all right, all right. Dowdy, sure thing. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. I'm going to take care of my friend Dowdy. He respects me. Yeah, we might respect right. you in a second after our after our huddle. Please do. <laughs> Look, uh, I don't. This guy comes out of nowhere. How do we know? That this isn't another. I, how do we know this isn't another trick? Maybe he used to be a cool guy, but someone took over his body. That's a good point. Actually, I wouldn't hate getting a look at that scroll and seeing if it is magic or what what its deal is. All right, so maybe we let him hang out with us for a little while longer. You take the scroll, or do you think if we just ask for it, he'd give it to us? Do we have to be sneaky? About I, it? No, I don't think we need to be sneaky about it. I think we could just be like, "Hey, can I see that scroll?" It's my guess. He did. Also, he did save our lives. We were gonna die, straight up. I guess I just I don't know. I feel like I can't trust anyone anymore. Yeah, no, th- not even you. <laughs> <laughs> Me, I don't. I didn't do anything. <laughs> Prove it. <laughs> Sassy's like really messed up. Like she feels like she didn't even like sense like a, a different, like she sensed nothing. So like, I feel like she's in like absolute upside. Sassy, tr- trust me. It's Abe. I'll, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll tell you something that only Abe would know. There was one night that we shared a tin of wet cat food and we said not to, me- and I said not to mention it to Vince. Oh, and I absolutely did. <laughs> you did. You told wow. me that I got very upset. <laughs> All right. Okay. You're chill. <laughs> For now. <laughs> hey, buddy. Can we see your? Uh, can we see your magic scroll? Yeah, again? absolutely. You want to see this magic scroll? Here, check it out. 
I, I look it over. I want to see if it does any magical stuff when I have it, or if I can, like, divine what sort of magic it uses. Cool. Uh, okay. Uh, g- give me a roll, Abe. That's a four. This was an advantage, too, because this is Arcana. Sure, let's let's see. Just see if you get a six. Nope, it's a four. Okay, four is good enough, though. Yeah, you can definitely tell this thing is humming with magic. And as you look at it, you don't know what Rick normally sees, but you see a faint, like, just like the faintest shadow. Like, you know you close your eyes and you can still see the light? Mm -hmm. Like, just that barest of light. And... You can you can just barely make out what looks like a bedroom. A bedroom? Yeah. Does this bedroom look familiar to me at all, or you know what? It does look oddly familiar to you, but it's there and gone so fast. Okay. Yep, this is magic. Uh, <laughs> See, here, here's I told your, you. Here's your scroll back. Um, Thank you. Sometimes so it, tells it tells me where you, I need to go, yeah. It tells you where to go. Does it ever do anything else? Does it, like, show you where you need to go ever, or...? <sighs> I mean, sometimes. You know, it's hard to... It's from an ancient civilization somewhere in the Midwest that I'm not allowed to disclose legally. Uh, I'm not totally sure how it works, but the fact of the matter is it told me to come save you guys. Hmm. Okay. Now, if only it could tell us where Edward Kelly went. Maybe a bedroom. Huh. Edward Kelly's in a bedroom. Perfect. Let's I go. S- well, I don't know. I uh, saw a bedroom. All right. All of you talking about Edward Kelly, I need another stealth roll from all three. Oh, yeah. We've been hanging out. You've just been <laughs> hanging out, and you've been saying Edward Kelly quite loud. I got a six. You're good. I got a six. Oh, it's a six. Oh, wait, no, oh. but I should do it with disadvantage, right? Yeah, no, nah, you're good. You guys do okay. perfectly. Everybody keeps ignoring you. Uh, but as a matter of fact, since you've got three sixes, I'm going to give you the information without getting you in trouble. Nice. Um, oh. That when you're like sneaking out, you can see uh, like dip agents talking. You can overhear them talking and just be like, yeah, we've checked with all the heavy hitters and, uh, you know, of course. Our first suspect was Edward Kelly, but we just checked this morning, and he is absolutely still in his cell. Um, We did have to give him some luxury items, uh, because he was helpful in the last case for Agent Gray. And, you know, we just decorated up his room, gave him a comforter, fine furniture, rug, artwork, all that kind of stuff. Hey, wait a minute. That sounds like a bedroom. Oh... Should we, yeah, should we just go talk to Edward Kelly? Yeah. Can we get in? How did Vince get in? Well, let's sneak out first. So we're going to leave this. <laughs> yeah, you're, 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 <laughs> you're gone. You're gone. You don't stop right there and have that conversation. I'll say you leave and then have that conversation. <laughs> I mean, the whole time I'm like, quit trying to talk. Let's just get the fuck out of here. I'm just saying, I think we should break into dip headquarters. No, okay, okay, let's shh, shh, shh. Should we break or should we just call Miles? Yeah, we can call Miles. He promised to help us. It's part of his payment. Yeah, Miles is a buddy of ours. He works for Dip. Oh, yeah. all right, cool. 
You guys might get along. No one respects him either. <laughs> People respect me. I, w- I have a PhD from the university. I'm not legally allowed to put it on my okay. wall. Okay, yeah. I- DeVry? No, I don't think they have a grad school. <laughs> I, I, I respect you, Rick. I, I, I just, you got, you've got a magic scroll at the very least, which is impressive. Right, and I saved your lives. Yes, and you did that. That that was good. That was that was a good time. Thank you. No, thank you. Um, <laughs> all right, I take that. So, can we call Miles? Yeah, let's go. Should let's. Uh, are you? Are you calling from the street? You're turning to the office. What are you doing? Let's go back to the office because we want to get the the car. Yeah. Too. Okay. Yeah. I was about to say. I don't know if you have his number, but your office definitely does. I would have fudged it just for the sake of that. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. you call Miles, and then. You hear a ring. Hi, this is Miles Gray. I'm sorry I can't come to the phone right now. I'm working a very important dip case. No, I'm not in dip. Dip doesn't exist. There's no such thing as dip. Leave a message. I'll get back to you after I solve this supernatural. The supernatural isn't real. Okay, bye. This guy's a hey, terrible liar. <laughs> buddy. Hey, um, miss you. Just wanted to check. Hey, hey, hey. Hi. Hey, Sassy, Sassy. Miles? You, you answered. Yeah, sorry. I heard you on my answering machine. Do you have one of those old-timey voicemails where, like, you can hear it happening? This is my office phone. It's a landline. Oh, no, this is being recorded. Oh, okay. Um, well, we wanted to see ya. Do you think we could come maybe meet you at the office for lunch? Oh, no. No, 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 no. Dip is locked down. We are not letting anybody in or out until this huge emergency is over. Speaking of which, they said a blonde guy is wreaking havoc in the mystical occult world of Chicago. Yeah. Okay, Miles. Uh, it's Edward Kelly. <gasps> no, no, no. I'm looking at Edward Kelly right now. It's not, that's something he... Ta- Abe, help. <laughs> he, he, so Vince drank brain juice to, ke- to get some of Edward Kelly's memories to go do something and accidentally got Edward Kelly in his brain. And Edward Kelly is controlling Vince like a mad puppeteer. That's terrible. But Vince is still in there somewhere, so we have to help him. Are you sure it's Kelly? Have you talked to him recently? You want me to hold up the phone? I shouldn't do this. We'll do it. Hold up the yeah, phone. Yeah, hold up the phone. Hold up the yeah, phone. Yeah, go ahead and do it, kid. By the way, my name's Rick. I don't know who you are. Okay, promise you won't tell anybody. Edward? Someone on the phone for you? Yes. Yeah, Edward Kelly? Vince? Or Vince? Yes. Oh. I'm sorry? What? Listen, Kelly. My name's Rick. Rick Ryder, PhD. And we got some questions I have questions no idea who you are. I just told you. I have a PhD. Please, someone, please respect that. I worked so hard. <laughs> what? Agent Gray, who is this? My best friends. Uh, okay, I thought maybe there was a chance that they had like done like a Freaky Friday swap swap. Wait. But I see that, that that's s- not the case. Sassy? Yeah, it's Sassy and Abe. And Rick. And Rick. Uh, what does Melody want now? What do you want with him? He doesn't know. For him to die a horrible death. Hold on, I'm going to put my hand over the receiver. Wait a minute. If he, if if your friend Vince drank that brain juice, that probably means that this guy has no idea what's going on out here. He wouldn't he wouldn't know if it's like a whole separate brain. 
Well, either one, he wouldn't know, or either two, he's a he's a mad genius and is able to go is able to know not to incriminate himself over the phone. Wait a minute, this guy's a mad genius. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. tell me if I'm talking to a mad genius next time. That's really scary. <laughs> Uh, He's a mad genius with excellent hearing. Oh, sh- oh my shit! My oh, paper thin hands. <laughs> Did I hear correctly that Vince drank the memory fluid? And you hear Maybe. a rock just memory laughing. fluid. <laughs> memory fluid. And he just laughs like that is fantastic. Well, let me ask you this: if you could have. Uh, a, a, a cloak that made it so that, that that not even God could see you and some kind of portal, where would you go next? Oh, this is too funny. Just because I'm a sporting sort and because I know exactly what I would do. Okay. But I'm intrigued by the alternative when I give you this piece of information. The reason... That Vincent Melody would need to hide from heaven is because heaven would never let an angel go rogue. If they knew his body had been mm. corrupted, they would send down guardian angels to kill him. Interesting. So all we need to do is pray really hard and tell God on him. But he won't be able no. to find him. Take off that cape, though, and he'll get a sword through his chest faster than you can dream. Either way. Faster than I can dream. You, you know, Edward Kelly, if you really wanted to make this sporting, uh, you would tell us how to uh, get it so that Vince has his brain back. <laughs> Listen, either he succeeds in what I want to do or he ends up dead. Either way, I win. Good day. Why? Is it because you don't know? <laughs> yeah, right, give me, some mad genius. Give me, give, me, give me a persuasion. Give me, give me an attack at ego. With advantage. Um, I'd say it's pretty egotistical. At advantage. Okay. So I got a two and a four. Okay, yes. I know exactly where he's going. I know exactly (laughs) what he's doing. Whatever, dude. All right. Yeah, okay. Bye. idiot. (laughs) Fine. (laughs) He's got, I would imagine now, two pieces of the porthole at this point. Yeah? Yes, because one was in the library which is easy enough to walk through with Vince's ability to skirt magic. And the other was in your office, you fools. And he hangs up. What? Oh, yeah, he, yeah, remember Vince? Yeah, he had that thing. Or no, he said he was doing a thing. What was it? I don't remember. What was the thing? He, no, he was... He's always doing stuff. Yeah, he's always doing stuff. I don't stuff. know. Before, he, he worked a case before we got there that had to do with the porthole. Isn't that what the librarian said? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so he's got. So he's got two. He needs to get the third on the black market. Okay, so we Wait, gotta no, go... Wait, no. There was one on the black market. There was one in the library. And then there was one... I think you were right the first office. time. I think he's got to get the one on the black market. Yeah. Okay, good. So we got to get there before he does, and he's got a way hell of a lead on us. But we have a contact in the black market that he doesn't, unless he also does. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. Your review helps other people find our show. And if you really enjoyed the show, 
Consider supporting us and all the other great shows on Arcade Audio by going to patreon.com slash arcade audio. There you can talk to the performers on our secret Discord server, get a postcard from your favorite character, or dope Lakeshore and Limbo merch. Write to us on Twitter at Lakeshore Limbo, all one word, or at lakeshoreandlimbo at gmail.com. Sassy is played by Tina Arfay. Find her on Twitter at Tina2Cats. Vincent is played by CJ Tor. Find him on Twitter at CJ Tor. Abe is played by Nathan Kaplan. Find him on Twitter at Nathan Kaplan. Everyone else was played by me, James Harvey Freely. This work is based on Foo, the freeform universal RPG, found at http colon forward slash forward slash nathanrussell.net slash foo by Nathan Russell and licensed for our use under the Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 Unported License. Our cover art is by Megan McCune. You can see her work at artstation.com slash snippersar. Our music